0: Two, one. All right. Um, Crap. And, of course, now I'm hearing people through your mic.
1: You're hearing it? Well, maybe that's not that terrible if we're at a bar, you know, and and they're speaking a different language anyway. So, listen. We we have, uh, Tim, we have four people to impress. (laughs) Right, four people. So, yeah, <laughs> let's uh, let's. Uh, yeah, that's
0: that's that's very true too. All right. right, okay, all right. Here we go. All right. Hey everyone, welcome back to the last session of today with the Psych Guys. Um, today, w- what Constantine and I want to do, we we wanted to start answering some questions from from listeners that that we got through social media and email. Um, so so we handpicked three. Um, and, and the three questions are, uh, how are you in real life? Uh, do you practice what you preach and, and sort of like how, what's a therapist like in their own personal relationships? That's question number one, uh, question number two that we picked, um, what do you do with your emotions personally? So I guess I'm mm-hmm. taking from that. How do we manage our emotions? You know, when we're outside of the office and mm-hmm. in our real lives and, uh, question number three What do you actually think about your clients?
1: Oh, that's a good one.
0: And that's going to be an interesting one. So, so, all right. So, so let's open up this conversation. Uh, Constantine, I'll, I'll ask you and then we'll we'll get the ball rolling. How are you in real life? Do you practice what you preach? What are you like in your personal relationships?
1: I am one thing that I've actually heard from people uh, that know me in my personal life and that are also part of my professional uh, circle that have observed me as potentially when I was a trainee in in treatment uh, <clears throat> and also know me outside, they say I'm pretty much the same person, that yeah. I am very authentic and true to how I conduct myself outside the session and how I conduct yeah. myself in session. And if I need to dro- uh, drop an F-bomb from here from sometimes in session, I do that all the time. And mm-hmm. if I speak sort of in a non-clinical way with the client, I do that all the time. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Do
1: I call people out on their bullshit in treatment all the time? <laughs> you know, I, I really use the therapeutic relationship um, in a very, very active way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, I push people or I speak in a particular way if I feel like that relationship can, can hold it. Mm-hmm. If, if you kind of know what I mean. Uh, so I'm very similar, if not identical in, a, in my personal life. My relationships or the strength of my relationship is sort of what I gauge as what I can do and say and how authentic I can be. Be it with my wife or some of my really good friends or family members. It's really... <clears throat> the power and the strength of that relationship is what dictates what kind of things I say. So with my wife, it's the same thing. I would, I could drop an F-bomb. I play jokes. I I could be uh, sarcastic if need be. I call people out on their bullshit. Very similarly, how I conduct myself in treatment. And my approach is <laughs> potentially, Tim, you know, and other, some of the other clinicians here, they're not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I I am not one of those therapists or clinicians that, you know, I could work with anybody, you have to appreciate and engage the type of person I am, in order to benefit uh, from working with me. And there's plenty of people who I'm just not their cup of tea, they're looking for something completely different. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. So, so the the key thing I'm taking there is, it's, it's, it's authentic and it's based on the strength of the relationship
1: Yeah, that's that's exactly how I do it in personal life and that's kind of how I do it in in treatment as well and as you could tell like because of the the, the types of things I typically throw out there in treatment as I mentioned it's not it's not really for everybody lots of people kind of move away from that and are looking more for maybe a traditional uh, client sort of uh, therapist relationship
0: okay okay what about,
1: what about yourself? yeah how would I answer this question what
0: am i what am I like in my real life? Do I practice what I preach? How am I in personal relationships Well um similar um, mm-hmm. i I'm definitely very authentic and I definitely use myself in in the therapy room H- how I differ um, <laughs> i'm I'm far less empathic in real life mm-hmm. um, just because yeah. I I I feel like my empathy reservoir, if you want to call it, <laughs> is it's 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 pretty wiped out by the end of the day, and and I don't know if if I'm having a conversation with a friend and they're telling me like this or that other thing, of course I'm gonna be there to support them and all that sort of uh-huh. stuff, but I might give them an oh yeah that's that's that that's really tough or I don't know you know. Um, uh, just a little bit less empathic, like, and, and, and it's definitely a little that. more just, um, you know, like, sure. Like if one of my, fr- one of my friends or someone in my personal life is telling me what they're going through, like, I'll, you know, like I'll listen, you know, and I'll sort right. of be there, but, um, definitely have that therapist hat off and I'm, right. and I'm not, I'm not ex- like, especially trying to really validate and meet them where right. they're at and empathize. It's it's really just more of like, however it is that it's coming off to me, I'll sort of respond with. so. So, so when I'm in the room, I'm, I definitely have like my empathy pat or ears or whatever you want to call it on major difference between in and out of session is, mm-hmm. is that I would say.
1: Ah, oh, that's, I mean, I totally hear you on that in terms of like basically <clears throat> using that reservoir for the sessions and kind of be wiped out. And that's why, you know, we, I think we had one of those episodes to talk about quality of life and balance and, and how to make sure that we br- don't burn out. But yeah, that, that, uh, that's a really good point. That's a really and, good point.
0: And, well, and, and, and I guess I will say um, most of the time, right? But, you know, if, if I'm having a, a, a super, you know, important conversation with, with mm-hmm. somebody or, mm-hmm. or you know, I don't know, like me and my fiance are like in, in an argument or a fight or something. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, you know, I'll, I'll turn that empathy on and, and, I'll, and I'll sort of practice what I preach, but um, only sort of when it's sort of um, appropriate or or,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or that sort of thing. If that
1: makes sense, but it makes sense. I just, I guess, I'm wondering, but I'm just trying to tap in into that question and, and what the uh, the the listener was trying to get into. Like, would you, if if a client would work with you in therapy, and then mm-hmm. in a parallel life, would like just meet you? I don't know at a restaurant, or you become friends of of of, of some sort. Like, would they see a different Tim?
0: Um, oof. What a question! Yeah, yes, yet yes and no. <laughs> oh man, I, I would say two thirds the same, one third different. Okay, I would say that I'm, I would say that I'm more similar than I am different um, hmm. because because I because I am who I am. I have my personality, right. kind right. of like how you were saying before, like authentic, um, and also when I'm in the room with someone for therapy there there's different goals and objectives and and such so that would be the the third that would be different so it's a more similar different
1: okay okay and i I guess i gotta uh, turn around on
0: you and and ask you the same question
1: (laughs) uh i'm just i'm just uh, i'm pausing because I, i want to give it some thought uh uh, I am mm-hmm. one major difference. I I would imagine people who know me in my personal life versus uh, potentially here in in treatment is that I am very punctual, and I get very frustrated when <laughs> family members are not as punctual. So that is one of my you want to call it <laughs> triggers, whatever it is that you want to call it. Like I am less empathetic and less patient w- when it comes to time. Uh, and I'm more understanding when it comes okay. to, let's say, a client being late or something like that. So that is that would be a significant difference. All right, <laughs> <laughs> you, you are pretty type A.
0: You are pretty on time all the time. So yeah, yeah I, I, I can see that. <laughs> all right, listen, let me let me go to the next one. Sure, sure. Uh, sure. that note, w- what do you do with your emotions personally? So I, I guess this question is a little bit of like a uh, pull back the curtain question. Sure. What, what does a therapist do, do with their emotions? Um, I think I could start with this one. Um, sure. you know, I, I, I definitely do practice what I preach. You know, I'm, 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 I'm really thinking about emotions in my personal life. I don't want to say all the time, but you know, like I talk about being mindful, being aware, you know, recognizing triggers, recognizing thoughts, thought patterns, all of these things so much. Um, you, you sort of have to be thinking about right. that in and of yourself too. Right. So, right. so, you know, as I'm driving down, you know, the street and I get cut off, yeah, I get angry, but then I quickly sort of like, you know, like manage it, cope with it. Do do I get angry at home? Yeah. You know, all the time, but do I, do I manage it? Do I, do I feel sad and upset or, you know, the, the whole range of emotions, just like everyone else for sure. Right. Um, and in order for me to, I don't know, feel the best that I can feel and treat myself best. I, uh-huh. you know, I am I'm, I'm always thinking about my emotions and how I care for them so that, so that way I could be my best self. So, um, so, so yeah, you know, a lot of the things that I, that I ask other people to do, I'm really doing all the time. Am I perfect all the time? No. no. Like, of course, no, no, of course so not. you know, like, of, of course I slip up here and, you know, react a certain way, but, um, Nine, nine times out of 10. Yeah, absolutely. The things that I'm saying in here happen up in my brain too.
1: Yeah. Question back to you. Personally, personally, I, (laughs) I I always joke and, you know, I I think a joke, but also a big part of it is true. I do believe, and this could potentially be very controversial to, for for some listeners or for other therapists. I, I do believe that a lot of therapists um, get into this field because of their own challenges that they've been experiencing mm-hmm. prior to getting into this field. And I do believe because of that, a lot of uh, either introspection or some other ways to manage their emotions, whether productively or unproductively, they have already been doing. So from my point of view, that, that sort of self-development growth has really started potentially even prior to, to getting their degree. So therefore, Mm -hmm. to me, by definition, a therapist, clinician, it, their mindset is towards awareness, towards self-development, towards effective management of emotions. So very much to what you were saying, Tim, yeah, I very much do exactly the things that I say. I more, moreover than not, I specifically try to move away from things and not say things that are banal, that you could read in a book that, you know, people could potentially know before even, you know, coming into my office. Um, as you know, I'm in a, Emotionally focused therapist, uh, specific, you know, working with couples, especially. So for me, emotional needs and how we craft. Uh, our own opportunities to have them met effectively in relationships is sort of the, my lens. So yeah, absolutely. I'm very well aware of my own emotional needs. And I do the very best that I can to craft relationships where that need is satisfied so that I could kind of live a more content and happier life through through that lens. So yeah, absolutely. Anybody who knows me outside the the, the, the treatment room will, will know that I'm pretty open about what my needs are, and I'm pretty open in terms of trying to craft them in the most effective way
0: yeah i mean i i i I think it, it it's almost impossible not to right? right because the 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 um what we're what what we're putting out there, what we're working on, what we're working with we obviously know that it works you know we've right. we've right. we've we've seen the benefits of it, so um it would almost be impossible not to implore them in your own life. You know, it's yeah, sort of like if you, if, if you have your whatever degree in exercise science or whatever you right. want to call it, um, I'd be willing to bet that <laughs> you use that knowledge of information for your own workouts or, or whatever. Yeah. And and I, I think the same thing goes with this.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree very much. So in a way, I, I think it's a relatively simple answer that... W- we try to tell our clients same things that we try to manage. That we are informed by clinical science about what typically works.
0: Yeah. So if if I were to answer that question in a word or two, what do your what do you do with your own emotions personally? Um, the same exact thing that I recommend everyone else to do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Very much agreed. Very much agreed.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, on to the question number three, and and, th- sure. and this one's gonna be, this one's gonna be an interesting one. Yeah. 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 What do you actually think about your clients? Oh, okay.
1: Uh, well, <clears throat> I, I think just like as we talked about before, especially how I referenced the fact that I'm very uh, authentic, um, I do obviously have what we call counter-transference issues where we like the person, where it triggers something for us, potentially from our own past. So, no, I cannot say that I, that I like or liked every person I worked with. That is just not true. Mm -hmm. Uh, However, I mean, I think overall majority of the people, I do find an enjoyable conversation and would potentially in a different life, uh, be friends with them outside the the treatment session. Some cases are more challenging. Some cases, what really frustrates me the most and what makes it more difficult for me to envision kind of Uh, being friends with that person outside the setting is when I see, when I experience frustration about, you know, maybe my inability to help effectively, or I see Mm -hmm. very clear obstacles that they're putting on in their life and are just unwilling to be open to discuss it and Mm -hmm. are unwilling to move sort of that boulder in front of their path. Uh, Mm -hmm. And, and that really gets me frustrated and therefore that's really difficult for me to, to kind of, uh, to have an easier session, because to me, I'm always kind of personally butting up against that. And and that makes it I to, to kind of borrow your phrase that you said earlier, that empathy reservoir during those sessions really goes down relatively quickly. And those are some of the challenging cases, at least that I've run into.
0: Yeah, so, so a lot of people call that, well, the, the word that comes to mind when, when I hear that is is um, resistance in, in one way or another. Yep. And that can be very frustrating, right? So, so to answer the question of, do you like your clients? Well, what do you actually think of your clients? Um, that definitely can be frustrating. My, my take on this question, I, I don't know, this this is a hard one. Whoever asked this is, uh, um, what do I actually think of my clients? Um, yeah, I mean, there are a handful of people where, where I think, hey, if I met you somewhere completely differently, could we be friends? sure ab- absolutely um are there people who i meet that that i would never think of that yeah ab- absolutely um you know it's it it's a hard question to answer because um right off the bat in the therapeutic relationship it's sort of my role to um work with you to 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 get you to some sort of a place so so that's always first and foremost and Mm -hmm. and it really doesn't matter if i if i quote unquote like you or or not um the goals don't change um i definitely agree with what you're saying about how some work can be really frustrating and difficult Mm -hmm. um and kind of drain that reservoir a little bit um what do I actually think of my clients? Um,
1: and I would also add, hmm. I, I think in a way, just to kind of jump in it, I think mm-hmm. the question makes it, I think, at least for me, difficult to answer because it creates such a binary sort of, do you like them or not like them? And I feel like as clinicians, you know, there's always a joke if you want to ask a therapist uh, a yes or no question, the answer is always, well, it depends. <laughs> right. And I feel like this question is a little difficult to answer because, unfortunately, the answer well, it depends.
0: Mm-hmm. It depends. Mm-hmm.
1: Some people I wouldn't envision being friends, but because they're maybe outside my age range or because their issues are so different from mine or maybe culturally very different. Like there's just so many differences that necessarily mean I don't like them, but I would never be friends with them because I don't think we have that much in common. But in the treatment room, we do have a lot in common. That's the goal of the patient. So we have right. a lot in common there
0: right right it it, it exactly it, it's tough it's because you know the the primary objective you know isn't necessarily to be to be friends right, right? and and it's actually forming a very close and intimate working relationship um, that is that is not a, f- a friendship, right? Um, so so what do I think about my clients? Um, I I think about them in in whatever it is that they're dealing with, and and trying my best to form the best relationship with this person as po- that that I possibly can to a- a- achieve our goals. Um, you know, I I um, I think that it's probably really easy for clients to. Be asking themselves that question. And I think that's probably why why it came
1: through. Like right. I don't I don't know if my therapist likes me. Um can I yeah. put you on the spot? What happens if somebody does ask you? Oh. The same like, like point they- blank. <laughs> no, point blank in session. I know this happened to me. I'm not sure if it ever happened with you. But like say so like I just get a sense that you don't like me.
0: Hmm. Well, I would say what about what I'm doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, get that, get, get that sense, right. get that sense of that feeling. Um, really what, you know, when that question is asked to me, you know, I, I, uh, well, of course you explore it. Um, right. but if I'm, I don't know, like, have to answer or like, right. or someone is demanding an answer, right. like, do, do you like me? Do you like working with me? Um, I would say something along the lines of um in this relationship, yes right absolutely i i i I do enjoy working with you because I enjoy what i do <laughs> i right. i do do I like you well yeah sure um and okay. just so, sort of like reiterating mm. that that i quote unquote like you in this role right. You know, like, uh, you know I, I, I don't know you as a friend. I, I don't know you as uh, the neighbor down the street. Perhaps right. if I knew you, th- it, and if I did know you that way, it would be completely different. Right. So I, w- I wouldn't even be able to tell. Um, and I would, I would sort of answer it that way and just really make sure that we've reframed that like, yes, like we're in this relationship. I
1: really like that. I actually very much like what you're saying because it is so true because that question is really difficult to answer, not because we're trying, and I hope the listeners are not getting a sense that we're like not trying to answer this question. Mm-hmm. It's difficult to answer because we only know the client in this context. We do not know this client as hanging out at a bar. We don't know this client as a neighbor. We don't even know this, this, this client as a potential colleague or, or a parent. We don't know that element of themselves. So saying, do you like me, makes it next to impossible for us to answer because our goal is simply what you told us you want to work on. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and therefore, like similarly, I was just thinking about vice versa. I never play therapist to my friends. Right, I barely give advice. I have like a policy Guy, I don't know. I'm not a mm-hmm. therapist. And if I'm going to put on that hat, I, I, this friendship is going to suffer. So it's kind of the same. If you think about it, it's just the flip side when we're dealing with a regular, you know, I don't therapize my friends or therapize my wife or my kids. Do I attune to their needs because I'm a clinician? Absolutely.
0: Right. Right. It, exactly. It's it's just so wholeheartedly different.
1: Right. Right that you wouldn't even be able to answer right right and i know it's frustrating to the person whoever asked so but the fact remains that in this relationship because our goal is the same yes i like everybody i work with yeah because we have same goal in mind some are more frustrating because there's resistance because there's the sort of unwillingness to see things differently but that's just a frustration on my part that's really is is just that's what it is it's it's for me to work through but other than that i think now that you know if Tell me, Tim, what your thoughts are. But now that we're exploring this question, then in this relationship, yes, I like everybody I work with.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's it's how do I put it? It's I certainly don't want anyone to think that their therapist has to quote unquote like them right. in order in order to be effective. And if that were the case, then that would be not good. Not good. Um, <laughs> not good so um, if if anyone's having that question about about their therapist if, if, if the therapist likes them um, i I think that there's actually a lot more to that question if, if you right. pull back the curtain right. and definitely a good question to explore and I would I would bet that the therapeutic relationship would get stronger right. through that potentially difficult question right. that that people might be having about their therapist if, if they're liked or not
1: uh, yeah, and again, then don't even get me started by definition, you know, asking that question or in session already brings up w- what some of the concerns are for the client in terms of interpersonal dynamics, if that's the question that on top of their mind, because lots of people don't ask that question. Lots of people I work with, overwhelming majority, I would imagine if I would ask it, do you care what I truly think of? Them? Not really. Yeah, no. Not really. <laughs> not really. Not, not that interested. No we're here for one purpose is for you to help me manage my panics and whether you're like, yeah, it's your issue. Yep, exactly. But that last question was a doozy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But hopefully that the people who asked some of the questions did get our our honest answers. And, uh, you know, looking forward to hearing more of the questions uh, that you guys have, you could either email it or get in touch with us through social media.
0: Yeah. So, and, and, and I, d- I definitely want to echo that. We we definitely love the questions, even though that last one was tough for us. Um, right. So if, if, if anything is coming up for, for any of the listeners, I definitely just want to echo that, encourage you to shoot messages over, shoot questions over
1: and, and we'll jump on them as soon as we can. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, and we'll uh, talk to you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. All right.